morning. Thank you for joining this morning. Practice of being aware, awareness. Your three bells, one in just a moment, one midway through, and then the final bell, 60 minutes from now. Just allowing attention to come in. Adjusting, whoever wants to be adjusted to bring some ease and comfort. So just the sinking in can occur smoothly in in an ease-filled way. It's always helpful for me to take a few breaths. You can feel the gratitude well up. My attention falls on the breath, this magical, effortless gift. The gift of life. We can notice right away that something is noticing these words. Something's equally aware of the space between the words, the pauses. As we take those breaths in, we just realize that we realize, are aware that awareness is present. And it's equally apparent that awareness isn't a doing, not not doing anything, simply watching. Just allow attention to settle on the watcher, that which watches. We um, continue our contemplation this week of Helen Hamilton's book, Dissolving the Ego. We are now on chapter 17, which is recognizing the knower. And Helen writes, before you even think about something, You must know that you exist to be able to have any thoughts. 
before you even think about something. You must know that you exist to be able to have any thoughts. This knowing is the key to finding out who you are and to dissolving the separate sense of self. look back at your life, you will see that whatever happened to you, there was something that just knew what was happening. you burn your arm on a hot service, you know it is hot. You don't have to think about it. If you are feeling fear, you know that it is fear. You don't have to think about it. If you have a very noisy mind, you know it is noisy. You don't have to think about it. looking at all of our thoughts, emotions, sensory experiences, and life in general. We can see that this knowing has been there all the time. Something in us knows when we wake up in the morning and it knows when it is time for sleep in the evening. It knows, but it does not comment on anything. It knows and silently registers everything.
can only know something if it is separate to us or outside of us. We can only see something if it is not us. Just as your eyes can see everything, they cannot see themselves. So too, you are the knowing of everything. You are that which knows. You know when thoughts come. You know this sense of existence. You know when the mind is quiet or noisy. You know when the body hurts, feels good. You know what is happening in your environment. You know many things, and yet they must be external to you in order for you to know about them. Consider for a moment that you know your body is here, but your body cannot know you are here. It is a one-way process. So consider for a moment that you know your body is here, but your body cannot know you are here. It is a one-way process. Our thoughts, emotions, perceptions, opinions, and world 
from all things we know, but they cannot know us because they are not sentient. Thoughts cannot think themselves to know themselves. Our thoughts, emotions, perceptions, opinions, and world are all things we know, but they cannot know us because they are not sentient. Thoughts cannot think themselves or know themselves. They are not self-aware. Thoughts need this knowing to be seen. And you are that knowing. Emotions cannot feel themselves because they are not self-aware. Contemplate these words deeply. Do you not know even this sense of existence. This existence is known to you, but you are not that which exists in time and space. Do you know this sense that, quote, I exist or, quote, I am? And therefore, this is not you. You even know time and space. And therefore, even these are, quote, external to you. Ponder deeply the gravity of what you just read.
So again, consider for a moment that you know your body is here, but your body cannot know you are here. It is a one-way process. Our thoughts, emotions, perceptions, opinions, and world are all things we know, but they cannot know us because they are not sentient. Thoughts cannot think themselves or know themselves. They are not self-aware. Thoughts need this knowing to be seen. You are that knowing. Emotions cannot feel themselves because they are not self-aware. Contemplate these words deeply. Do you not know even this sense of existence? This existence is known to you, but you are not that which exists in time and space. You know this sense that, quote, I exist or, quote, I am. And therefore, this is not you. You even know time and space, and therefore, even these are, quote, external to you. Ponder deeply the gravity of what you just read.
we look in the dictionary for a definition of, quote, to know, you find that it means, quote, to be aware of through observation, or, quote, to have developed a relationship with. So if we look in the dictionary for a definition of to know, we find that it means to be aware of through observation or to have de developed a relationship with. Both of these definitions point to the fact that NSL is something that knows everything else but is in fact for and beyond everything it knows. This knowing knows even the universe itself. You are this knower. And this practice is simply to keep attention on the knowing. What usually happens is that our attention is always on what we know and not the knowing itself. Here we are shifting the focus back to the fact that there is always this ever-present knowing here. Keeping attention on the knowing will dissolve the separate ego or the sense that you are, or the sense that all you are is the mind and body. So here we are shifting the focus back to the fact that there is always this ever-present knowing here. Keeping attention on the knowing will dissolve the separate ego or the sense that all you are is the mind and body. This is the end of all suffering.
we can only know something if it is separate to us or outside of us. We can only see something if it is not us. Just as your eyes can see everything, but they cannot see themselves. So too, you are the knowing of everything. You are that which knows. You know when thoughts come. You know the sense of existence. You know when the mind is quiet or noisy. You know when the body hurts or feels good. You know what is happening in your environment. You, you know many things, and yet they must be external to you in order for you to know about them. So we're just establishing the subject-object relationship that everything that is known arises to something. Something knows it. Something tracks all the objects. Something's there before the object, during the object. And we can confirm to see if it's there after the object. It's one of the very quiet, potent powers of the practice of rest, accept, and trust, right? Right? There's resting, all these thoughts. Accepting all these crazy feelings and all these thoughts about these feelings and goes on for some time. Trusting, just coming back to the trusting, the stillness. And at some point, all of that is gone. And you are still there. And we know we are still there. We're not like confused. We can take attention off of that and not have it be an active realization. But it's not something we have to go out and discover. It's simply known. Consider for a moment that you can know your body is here, but your body cannot know you are here. It is a one-way process. Our thoughts, emotions, perceptions, opinion, and world are all things we know, but they cannot know us because they are not sentient. Thoughts cannot think themselves or know themselves. They are not self-aware. Thoughts need this knowing to be seen. And you are that knowing. Emotions cannot feel themselves because they are not self-aware. Contemplate these words deeply. Do you not know even this sense of existence? 
This existence is known to you, but you are not that which exists in time and space. You know this sense that I exist or I am, and therefore this is not you. You even know time and space, and therefore even these are external to you. Ponder deeply the gravity of what you just read. We look in the dictionary for a definition of to know. We find that it means to be aware of through observation or to have developed a relationship with. Both of these definitions point to the fact that in us all is something that knows everything else but is in fact before and beyond everything it knows. This knowing knows even the universe itself. You are this knower and this practice is simply to keep attention on the knowing.
what usually happens is that our attention is always on what we know and not the knowing itself. Here, we are shifting the focus back to the fact that there is always this ever-present knowing here. Keeping attention on the knowing will dissolve the separate ego or the sense that all you are is the mind and body. This is the end of all suffering. So under this section, resistance to the practice, Helen writes, this practice is extremely direct and as such may invoke resistance from your mind. The mind will not want to keep attention in one place. Only as it is used to jumping from subject to subject again and again. As you begin the practice, you may notice some level of resistance, excuses, reasons why it will not work, and all other kinds of thoughts coming up to distract you. This should show you that you are on to something good. The amount of resistance to doing this is directly proportional to the effectiveness of the practice. Of course, your ego will not want you to do this practice as it knows it is on a timer or countdown to disappearing. You must be strong and have a firm conviction that you will not be dissuaded. Nothing is stronger than the absolute conviction to wake up fully in this lifetime. For it invites a whole plethora of unseen help from divinity. And you will be greatly assisted.
that when the knower turns attention upon itself, it will come to know itself as the infinite knowingness, awareness, presence that always is and always will be. There is no separate me that knows. All we can find is that knowingness is occurring seemingly with no locatable source in time and space.